Welcome to Aging in Place Strategies and Answers with Linda Prio. Will it be possible to remain in my home as I age? Do I feel safe in my home? How do I figure out how much support I will need when my health needs start to change? What if I decide to move into a community instead? Which community will meet my needs now and in the future? Who will play a role in helping me with decision-making? Do you ask yourself these same questions? Aging in Place Strategies and Answers can help you gain practical knowledge that will help you create your own Aging in Place Roadmap. If you are already a care partner, a power of attorney, or in crisis mode with your Aging in Place strategy, you will learn what you need to know that you don't know. For over 20 years, I have been marketing Aging in Place services to clients and educating families and healthcare professionals in how to put aging in place strategies into place. When you utilize aging in place, you are allowed to choose where you want to live and make those decisions so that you can retain your quality of life. Welcome back to Aging in Place, Strategies and Answers with Linda Prio. I want to thank you for becoming a subscriber and being able to access premium content. I also want to thank those that have left a review of the podcast. And if you want to follow my podcast then you will be updated when I have a new podcast that has dropped. In this podcast, we will be looking at how the rights of seniors, senior citizens, are protected so that we can all spot if a senior's rights are being denied and know what to do with that information. Another reason we want to be aware of the rights of seniors is so that we don't inadvertently or incorrectly deny the rights of seniors when we are in a role as a support system or as their appointed legal representative. You and I have basic human rights and so do senior citizens. In fact, senior citizens are a protected class of people. And one of the reasons seniors are a protected class is because as seniors age, they will need more help from their support system. Or if a senior becomes unable to make decisions, they will have to rely on their legal representative to ensure that their decisions and choices are being carried out. Many seniors, as they age, prefer to have their support system present at a doctor's appointment or when meeting with their financial advisor or lawyer. 
but a senior support system can be very helpful if managing finances becomes more of a challenge or working with insurance companies becomes more of an aggravation. Seniors may also desire more support when they are making big decisions. Whether you are a senior listening to this podcast, a part of a senior support system, or someone a senior depends on for help with decision making, this podcast will be very helpful. If you are a senior and you need to appoint legal representatives, please start and complete this process. You will also need someone for health care decisions. If you are already helping a senior as part of their support system, learn your senior's basic rights and help your senior understand what roles you are comfortable with and what roles you think will need to be hired and have an honest and frank discussion. We all know that human relationships are the most difficult to maintain and cause us the most grief and give us the most joy. But I do feel that our seniors will be better served when we know our roles and we know their rights. In addition, it is important to remember that we represent the senior and not ourselves and not our choices. Our roles are there to help them achieve their goals and the choices that they have made and when necessary, help execute their final decisions. A power of attorney. Please bear in mind that the paperwork involved in creating the role of a power of attorney is different in every state. But a general power of attorney allows your agent to make decisions about legal, health, and financial transactions, including opening and closing bank accounts, buying or selling stocks, filing tax returns, buying or renewing insurance policies, and making health care decisions. A general power of attorney offers your agent broad power, but only in the event that the person they represents is unable to speak for themselves and make decisions. Because I have said that laws vary from state to state, I cannot overemphasize the necessity of having these legal documents in place when you are admitted to hospital or to a rehab stay or might decide to go into a licensed care community, you will need to give a copy of your advanced directives to the community so that they know who is designated decision maker and who is responsible for paying the bills. If your loved one is beginning to show the signs of dementia or experiencing memory issues, it is time to get these documents in place or to get them updated. If you find yourself in a position where a senior not related to you is relying on you for decision-making 
please counsel them to go to an attorney. If they would like to name you as their legal representative and you are okay with that role, then accompany them to the lawyer and ask the attorney what your role will include, what you will be responsible for as their legal representative. While you are not financially liable for bills and creditors who need to be paid, as the attorney in fact, you're still the point of contact for the principal's debts. So, Creditors will be calling if there are any unpaid bills in an attempt to collect the funds that are owed. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with the decisions that you're going to need to make? Remember that this podcast is really intended to help us learn the rights of seniors, but also to try to maintain relationships as we're going through these support system roles or as legal representatives. And so this illustration popped into my mind as I started preparing this podcast. A friend called the agency that I was working for and informed us that she was the power of attorney and that her friend was now going to be on hospice and that she wanted to hire some additional care so that her friend could be comfortable and stay at home. She was very upfront with us and she told us that the client did have a daughter and that they were on good terms, but she also said that she is the power of attorney and she will be paying the bills and she will be making the decisions and that we were supposed to consult with her. I remember this friend as we worked through some of the details telling me that She did not know what she was getting into when she became the power of attorney for her friend. And if she had fully understood her role and thought more about it, she might not have accepted this role. In our case, and with the care we provided and working with the client as well as the power of attorney and even the daughter, everything worked out fine. But we weren't involved in the situation after the client passed. And I always wondered if her role as power of attorney with the client's daughter turned out well or it was strained. Because you and I both know, even when everybody's in the same family, everybody can have different opinions And a lot of things happen at that final moment that might not have happened previous to the passing of the person. So, note to self, if you are uncomfortable with the responsibility that someone is giving you as a decision making, as a decision maker, just say, no thank you. There can be lots of reasons you might say no And one big one that I can see is strained family relationships are being accused of wrong motives or dishonesty. We are going to start looking at senior rights in just a moment, but I do want to talk about 
the fact that there are people who do take advantage of seniors and it's not okay. There are some people who are granted decision-making responsibilities and they are dishonest and may take advantage of the power that they have for their own selfish interests. They may take money from a bank account. They may read title investments. They may sell real estate or an automobile to a family member at far less than fair value or even cause changes to a will, a trust, or a beneficiary designation in a life insurance policy. Some POAs even begin writing checks from the person's account to pay their own bills. All of these can give rise to breach of fiduciary duty claims, which can lead to civil and sometimes even criminal remedies. If you suspect any of these things or are witness to any of these things, we need to know what to do next as senior watchdogs. Social workers, case managers, nurses, and others who work in health care are mandated reporters. So if there is suspected abuse of the senior, it must be reported. In your work roles, you may also be a mandated reporter. And the time to report something is as close to the time you became aware of the situation. If you go to the internet, you can see the right number to call for the state that you are living in so that you can report suspected abuse. And it is possible that you can remain anonymous. Because of scams, Stores that sell gift cards and banks are asking questions now to seniors about sudden or frequent withdrawals, as well as numerous gift card purchases. So let's do all do our part to protect our seniors. In addition, you will want to protect yourself as well from unwanted legal issues So be wise and ask questions if your loved one has been diagnosed with dementia or incapacity to make financial decisions. Do not allow your parent to sign contracts for financial commitments or you can have them sign them and then you sign under them as power of attorney. You can also protect others from issues that occur, could occur when working with a patient who has dementia, like this one I experienced many years ago. The daughter of the patient called and told me that the mom had reported an issue with her cable and made an appointment for the cable company to come out to the house. Her mother was diagnosed with dementia. 
the representative from the cable company came out to the house and did an assessment of the situation, trying to figure out what had gone wrong, did his best to fix the issue, and then when he left the home, her mother called the cable company and accused the representative from the company of stealing her purse. A day or two later, the daughter informed me that no, the cable represent the cable company representative didn't steal her mother's purse. She had forgotten where she hid it. My next sentence was, did you call the cable company and let them know that your mother's purse was found? Because the poor employee has been accused of theft and he might be suspended until this is all figured out. So please call the cable company. And that's just one very small illustration of a difficulty that can occur when someone has dementia and somebody's in the home and then this a situation like this could come against the person uh, that's trying to be helpful. Again, learn what you need to know about the role that you are saying yes to. Attorneys will be able to give you the advice that you need on the role of a power of attorney, a guardian, and a conservator. When there is no family or support system to choose for these roles, you can hire a professional advocate to represent you. And in many families where there are differing opinions and strained relationships, a third party can be invaluable. And yes, there are professional fees associated with this role. In my experience as a professional who has worked with many families and had many conversations about maintaining relationships between family members and the seniors, and also in my own caregiving role. It was hard sometimes to maintain a balance where you need to make a decision, the senior is slower to make a decision or doesn't want to make a decision, and there is a tendency to take over. So we are going to take a look next week at the rights of seniors so that we can involve our seniors in as many decisions as they can make and still move forward in our roles. But it should be very helpful to adult children who find themselves in these situations. At least, I know it was helpful to me to learn these things. Join me again next week for part two of Seniors' Rights and how they can help us to protect our seniors and to maintain good relationships, mutually respectful relationships with those that we are caring for. 
Thank you for joining me today. Please remember that this podcast is intended as guidance and not advice. Share this podcast with friends and family who are currently in crisis mode or with people who would like to start developing their own roadmap for aging in place. Listeners, if you would like a deeper dive into a topic discussed during a podcast, please subscribe to Aging in Place Strategies and Answers where you will be able to access premium content. Or if you would like to suggest a topic for this podcast, please contact me at lynda.agingstrategies at gmail.com. As always, I value the time you spend with me.